Alana. Yes. We were talking earlier because I got over here at around 8, maybe a little bit after. A little bit after, close to 8.30, I guess. Yeah, excuse me, I just had a burp. (laughs) I heard that. Nothing new for you to hear that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And somehow, oh, I remember what it was. We were talking about polyamoryism because I said, well, what happens if in a year from now we discover that you want to be with both men and women? And you become fully polyamorous and we take it out of the dream stage into the real world. Mm. Then I ask you the question, because you like these fire and brimstone churches. What would happen if you went to one of them and the preacher was still about, you know, hating gay people and and judging others, but also said that him and his wife were polyamorous? How would that go over? Not very well. Hmm. Well, and um, I know that a lot of um, people that have never been to church will assume that um, that preachers hate gay people, which is absolutely far far from the truth. That's my assumption. Okay, well, you're not correct about that. Um, and I'll and uh, maybe another time I'll explain. But but can I also say I have gone to some churches where the pastors were totally cool with gay people. Having said that, knowing me, you can assume that. The few churches I've been to have all been hippie ones, mm. not the, this you know conservative Christian. And I have, like I have, uh, I have a real problem with them so-called um, churches that are hippie. But that's a, that's, a, that's a conversation for another time. Yeah, I don't like churches in general. But if I had to go to one, I'd go to a hippie church. Only hearing what you want to hear. Oh, that's what you do Not too, Not hearing babes. what you need to that's hear. That's what you do too, babe. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, a little thing in the Bible about love and Well, that's love been and that's been taken that's been taken out of context so many times. We don't need love, babes. We do. Well, you and I do. But nobody else does. Okay, we're we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting on, uh, in the weeds here. I'm all about love and connection and being open when it comes to you and me and everybody else can go fuck off. All right. All right. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. Oh, oh, that's the other thing we got to talk about. Babe. That's the other thing we got to talk about. We I've noticed. Wait, 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 wait. We we we're not done with the subject. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. We we weren't done with this topic and you want to go another one? No, go ahead. <laughs> The, the okay, uh, yeah. The, well, the polyamorous thing wouldn't go well, I think. In a conservative church. In in a uh, right, um, yeah. I, I don't think it would go well. I think there would be a lot of questions for the the pastor. Yeah. A lot of questions. Why are you talking about what? Why are you talking against this when you're for this? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I think um, uh, that's how I see it. Mm. Yeah. Nice. I think it would be cool, though. That might get me to go to a conservative church. But the problem is, is that there are some pastors that are following what's going on in the culture, and I think it's only going to make things worse for their congregations. Because um, the cultural, quote-unquote, norms of today um, are... uh, it's so, it, I mean, unless you actually hold a secular view of the world, um, it's totally independent on what the, what a real Christian view of the world is. So if, of course, if, if you're a secularist, that would make more sense. But if you're a pastor, you have the job, you have, um, 
a job to share the gospel as it is as it has been present presented in the bible and not your own gospel so that's that's what i have a really a hard a hard hard time with um and a lot of uh pastors have fallen away from that and are uh following um the culture instead i'm secular and spiritual at the same time and <laughs> i don't think you like that aspect of my personality that i i feel like i can I kind of fall into both worlds. Like, I don't believe in Jesus, but I do think that there's a possibility that there is a higher power. You know what I mean? And I'm not convinced that that means that there's an afterlife. But I'm also not unconvinced of it either. I could go either way. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I I honestly, I mean, someone who uh, is on the outside of that, I would, my perception is that you're very confused. I think all people are, but the difference is I'm just open about it, right? I don't pretend to have the answers to spiritual life or what reality is. And so I ask a lot of questions. And it's good that you ask a lot of questions. Uh, some people just don't ask questions. I highly doubt that the real answers are in Christianity, but I could be wrong. Um, I think with further exploration of that, I think uh, you'll be able to uh, learn a little bit more about that. And find out that I'm in fact correct. No. About the answers. Bubs. Being in a different place. <laughs> you don't hear me. <laughs> oh my goodness, babes. <laughs> See, uh. <laughs> Fall on my ears. See, I'm, 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 uh, I'm messing with them because I can. Okay, babes. So let me ask you a question. <laughs> we know that Donald Trump has cheated on one of his wives. Not Melania. As far as we know, it's not Melania. Okay, There's okay, so rumors, why, but why, we don't know Why are we talking about this? I'm going to give you a scenario, babes. Let's say he comes out tomorrow and says, guys, I'm for sure I'm running in 2024 and all that stuff. We're, we're going to bring, we're going to make America great again, again. But I just wanted you guys to know that me and Melania are polyamorous. <laughs> I love how you like to make it spin into your own weird question. <laughs> would you vote for Donald Trump? See, that actually uh, would make me think about it. I personally don't care about his personal life. I mean, it, it doesn't. I mean, um, if it actually affects the country and it actually affects me, then maybe I would think about that. But I don't I don't know what I would do, honestly. Mm, okay. I. You know what? That's a fair answer. I don't know what I would do. So I, I you know, I'm not going to say yes or no. I would I don't know what I would do. I like that answer. You're you're being truthful there. That's right. I've yeah. always been truthful. Oh, mm. yeah. I can tell I should have drank more water this morning. But are you feeling Tired? No, just because I, I know I'm doing that weird thing with my mouth. I can hear it. I know it's going to show up on this, but it is what it is. They, Jay, well, I don't know that it will. Uh, oh, it will. Believe me. Really? Yeah. Well, but do you want to take, do you want to pause and get water? We can get some more water. No, are you, are, do you want to get water? Let me get some water. Let's pause this. Okay, I'll wait. All right, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to pause this. And here we go. I think we're kind of going um all over the place. That's but, what we do. But cold water, right? So... I remember one time my mom was freaking out and she's like, don't ever drink cold water again. I'm like, why? Well, because it creates a sludge in your, your system. And I'm thinking, 
Uh-uh. I don't believe that for a minute. That is the opposite of truth. Because some people think, well, warm water or hot water is better for you. But I don't think there's enough research to say that cold water is really bad for you. Because they say some people think that it shocks the system. No, it's... Hot water might be better for you than cold water, but cold water is still really good for your body. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think any water, whatever temperature you have, is good for you. I can still hear it in my voice that I'm too dry, but that's okay. We'll just keep going. And it is what it is. It, it is it your throat? No, it's my lips. Well, oh, okay. But that's right. I just wanted to acknowledge that, babes. Yeah. That's okay. We're getting sidetracked. I got lip gloss. That's okay. <laughs> I'm glad for you. Ugh. I've got but, lip gloss. What's I can no babes, but it makes a sound on the recording. Okay. The lip gloss isn't going to stop that. Okay. All right. I don't hear it. Okay, good. I was coming home from Chicago once, mm-hmm. and it, that was a really interesting trip. Mm. But <laughs> I was with this guy I knew who was like, "Hey, Rick, my wife says uh, I need to drink more water." Oh yeah, yeah, that one. So he gives me this big thing of water to drink before yeah. I go on the plane. And oh, I do it because I'm idea. with this dude. And of course, it's early in the morning, so I'm not even thinking about it. Get on the plane and I immediately have to pee, like even really? before we take off. Oh, no. Yeah. And I hate using public restrooms and especially airplane restrooms. Especially because they're so small. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. That's at Trip Babes. Yeah. The same plane one where I met those two ladies who were both medical workers for the military. Oh, really? So they had these crazy stories about flying on helicopters while they're getting shot at and doing surgeries. Wow. That that was actually a really cool plane trip besides for having to pee the entire time. (laughs) I didn't know about that. (laughs) Oh, wow. Were were, were they heading to Chicago? No, they were coming back to Portland. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Okay. But we're getting in the weeds. We We are getting in the weeds. We but, were no go ahead. But no, the sludge thing I never I never agreed with. Okay. It's it completely untrue. No, it, your mom has some interesting beliefs. No, My I, mom had a lot of nutty beliefs though, yeah. so yeah, don't I feel know. too bad. No. I, yeah, th- there are some things that I do not agree with my mom on, but that's besides the point. My mom was really out there. Yeah, I know she was. Oh. You told me about it. Mm-hmm. About the Danny K story. <laughs> Oh, we. So my mom took me to a psychic once when I was like ten or eleven. <laughs> my mom went to the psychic, <laughs> and the psychic said, "Oh, I believe Danny Kay is one of your angels." <laughs> I had no idea who this mofo was, and I and I and I told you the day who he was. Well, I knew. I found out who he was before yesterday. Okay. I read a book on him. Oh, really? Of course. How was it? It was okay. Oh. He seemed like a little bit of a weirdo. But that's all right. Okay. So am I. He's, he, he was a talented guy, from what I understand. A, exactly. All talented artists are weirdos. Okay, I, don't wanna go, I do not want to go down the weeds with this, because I've argued with this, like, ad nauseum, so... And you make no good points. Ah! ah! That's it! That's it! Oh, tickle worm? Fighting wolf! Oh, tickle wolf! <laughs> Ow! Oh, oh you're right, babe? Oh, uh, yeah. Do you think, babe? Fighting <laughs> Oh, fighting wolf? <laughs> fighting wolf! Oh. <laughs> Ow. Okay, tickle twoosh. Okay, okay. Owie. Do you think, babes, yeah. that you're a little bit too reactionary? Only around you. 
I think that needs to change. Only around you. You know why? What's that? Because you are a person um, in the last three years that I've known that really has uh, taken me for the person who I am. And, yeah. and if you've never... Um, you never stopped me from being um, a little bit more feisty with you than I would with any with other people. You never um, have, uh, you know, if I had a difference of opinion, you didn't um, silence me. And I think because when I was growing up, sometimes if I wanted to give my opinion, I wasn't allowed to give my opinion. I wasn't allowed to have a voice in my home. And so I always would hear things like, don't think that, don't feel that, you don't have the right to say that, because we know better than you. So I appreciate that, because when I'm with, uh, as much as I love my family, when I'm with certain relatives, I can't be that way. As you know, I believe in transparency. Mm -hmm. I hate your fiddling with your box. It's a basket. Okay. And I had to get my um my my nail cutter out. I <laughs> you're doing it in the middle of a box. I know, I know. It's okay. It's it's my house. I don't like being fake around people, and I hate it when people are fake around me. Now I know why we do it because society puts these little rules on us, but I just don't like it. So, and I've been told by people because I'm who I am, it allows them some freedom to be who they are. Right. Right. Um. I, I don't like it because cause we, we both know if someone is being super, super fake around us and they're, they feel like they're walking on eggshells mm -hmm. because, and most of the time it's with them and it's not with us. It's like, okay, well, the reason why I'm like that around you is because I feel uncomfortable. Yes. So this leads to another portion of our discussion. Okay. I swear, you don't. No, I didn't already knew that. No, but here's the, my point. <clears throat> You get triggered when I swear. You know, triggered is such a buzzword now. I think people are using it way too much. But in this case, it happens <laughs> to be true. Do you think, babes, that one of the reasons Jesus put me into your life was so you could overcome your fear or your your uh, hatred of swearing? No. Oh. No. Um, I think there's challenge involved, but swearing to to challenge me isn't working. Because I already told you why I don't like it. Uh, and, it, and it's not just you. I don't like it in general. And I'm, I've never really liked it anyway. Because there's a lot of hypocrisy surrounding it. And we both hate hypocrisy with a passion. Absolutely. And uh, growing up in a family with a military dad that would use every kind of expletive in, in his uh, conversations with his friends. But yet he... Um, he didn't want us to learn that kind of language, but it was okay for him. And I just, I just grew up hating it and I grew up hating it from anybody. And I, and I, and I especially hate it when it's overused. I, and I, and I think, it, and I also hate it when it's um, being used, overused to uh, make a point. Okay. I don't want to have kids. Having said that, if I did, I wouldn't care if they swear. I, I just think that it's just part of language. Who cares if somebody says fuck? Well, okay, let me explain something to you. You may think it's language, but there is a meaning to every single word. And I think that these words have been so normalized that it 
does it matter um, now if a woman has a potty mouth now? And it's, and it's, it's been normalized. And um, I, I honestly think that you're not exactly um, presenting yourself where well, if every single word that comes out of your mouth is a four letter word, and especially if you're being interviewed. Um, I think there has something, there's something to be said not just but not just the closure wearing to an interview or um if you're representing a company um and you're you're acting the exact opposite of what the company expects you to act um and and, and, and this is just this is just the way that I feel in my opinion I'm going to give you a little bit of pushback maybe some things to think about I hate it when every other word out of somebody's mouth is fuck or shit or something like that. However, to me, there's no problem with using it a little bit here and there to spice up the conversation. That's fun. That's, and, and, and it's just people, it's just adults talking. And I, and I don't see it as spicing up any conversation. I see it as prolonging somebody's conversation. And all it's showing is that this person has no vocabulary. That's no, the way I see it. That's what it shows if they use it every other word. But if they just throw it in here and there. Yeah, but it accumulates. You know, things accumulate is what I'm trying to get at. Can things I... accumulate and accumulate and before you know it, there's more than there's more than two four letter words in in sentences and it just I honestly think that um I, I don't think that you're understanding that things accumulate. Let me ask you this. Okay. You are a big Sam Kinison fan. No, I'm not. Oh, I thought you were. No, I never. I mean, I know some things about Sam Kim, Kinison and I've listened to some of his stuff, you know, like, I don't know, a little bit here and there, but I'm not really, I'm not really into this guy. I like that bit where he talks about when he dies, he's not afraid of going to hell because he was married for two years. I'm not afraid of Satan because I was married for two years. Oh, wow. You know, he used to be a preacher also. Yes, we've talked about that here. Yeah, I know. Yes. I just wanted to let you know. So, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. How, how do you feel when you hear a great comedian, some of your favorites, like George Carlin or um, Andrew Dice Clay, swear? Um, I don't necessarily like it. I mean, there's just, I understand that there are comedians that will push the envelope, but we also, you know, I also have a choice on what comedians to watch. And if I don't want to go dirty, I don't want to go dirty. And I think that um, that there is a better way of executing comedy. Now, that, that that doesn't mean that everybody needs to stop listening to whatever comedian they want. That's their, that's their own prerogative. But sometimes I I just, you know, I just think that there's uh, there's so much of that stuff that's being normalized. And I, I don't really want to surround myself with a lot of that stuff but there are times when you'll go a little bit raunchy when you're listening to comedy you will no you will right i've heard you listen to some raunchy comedians really who yeah we listen to the dave Chappelle thing where he's talking about all the times he met oj simpson okay you are the one listening to that not me oh so i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> you told me that you've heard sam kinnison no i never said that you're the one who mentioned them not me you like no 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 you wait. no <laughs> i'm not allowed to talk about certain things no because you're you're telling me that i did but i never said i never said any of that wait so when you're alone yeah 
when I'm not here, there's never a time when you say, let me listen to some raunchy comedy. I just don't, I just, it's just not my thing. Wow. It's not my, I mean, there are things that are funny that I think are funny, but I just, I'm not, I don't like to surround myself with that kind of content. So when I'm not around, you never listen to raunchy comedians? Not really. Wow. It's just, it's just not my thing. It's just, you know, drinking is some people's thing. Swearing is some people's thing. Listening to raunchy stuff is people's thing. It's not really my thing. But you have shown me movies where there's cursing. Yes, there is. Now, am I, I'm, am I happy about that? No, but there, there are, you know, there are movies that you wouldn't watch because there's less cursing. No. What movies are those? Right. Or maybe I'm, maybe I should rephrase that. Maybe not less cursing, but it's a little bit more PG ish. I'm not on the whole, everything Disney releases is the best thing ever. Like you have to be now if you're an adult. You know what I mean? Like every adult talks about, oh, I love... Um, Who's every adult? I don't talk about that. No, you know what I mean, who, babes. Who is every adult? Every adult, it feels like in our pop I mean, culture, has to talk about how great kids' movies are these days. I don't think so. I don't know. It might be in your own little world, but it's not in my world. <laughs> it's just it's just the way that you see stuff according to Rick. I want, I like some kids' movies. You showed me one that I thought was great. Uh, um, the the kid, Little Man Tate, was really good. Yeah, Little Man Tate's not exactly a kids' movie. It's not. No, there's a kid in it. It's not really a kids' movie. No, that's a kids' movie, right? No, it's not. I mean, there's kids in it, but it it has some um a little bit of uh, older themes. Maybe that's why I liked it. No, it's it's not a kids' movie. It might be a movie that families can watch together. As far as you know that it isn't it isn't filled with a lot of violence and whatnot, but but I don't know if I'd call it a kids movie. What kids movies did you show me that I didn't like? Um you didn't really care for now I, I will agree with you on this one. I didn't like the the hunchback of Notre Dame. I was very Oh that movie was sucks. I was very disappointed. You didn't like Aladdin as much as I did. You didn't like The Lion King as much as I did. I was really taken aback by that scene in Aladdin where, Aladdin where the princess looks at Aladdin and the genie and says, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Tickle wall. <laughs> okay, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> exactly. Fighting <laughs> <and> voyage. <laughs> and they didn't, and she didn't say that. I thought she did. And she gave them the middle <laughs> finger. Ow, ow. Babe. <laughs> <laughs> you well okay that, i'm sorry I didn't that's mean to okay you. that's but okay. but oh my goodness and what oh my goodness <laughs> i really didn't know that you don't listen to raunchy comedians when i'm not i'm around. not really I, that's not my thing wow it's really not my thing I, I could care less about it okay that's just not my thing and, i'm going to I re-examine figured, this relationship and i <laughs> why no go ahead <laughs> Well, I mean, just because it's not my thing, I I mean, I shouldn't stop you from from listening to it on your own. No, it's not going to. But I, I mean, I just, I mean, you like your stuff. I like my stuff. I don't, you know. I, I also I do just, like a lot of family entertainment, though. Uh huh. I do. Your idea of family entertainment. Star Trek is family. Okay, Star Trek is different, though. Yeah, yes. it, it's in a class all by its own. Yes. But I mean, you know, you you've got your 
you got your shows and I got my shows or whatever I like to watch and I'm not, you know, I don't, there's just certain content that I don't want to bombard myself with. Interesting, babes. And you should have known that already. I mean, it's been three years now. No, I know that you don't swear. I mean, even when we've been really mad or you well, felt and we, and we weren't even, we weren't even, I mean, and it, it, it never really got explosive at all. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I've never heard you in the kitchen just go, oh, shit. Uh, and you've heard that from me a lot. Yes, a lot. Which is probably good for you. Ugh. I was with this girl once, babes. So? Oh, hold on. Let me tell a story. Cool. We hadn't, we did not hook up, but it looked like something could have been going on. This girl was a teacher, and I don't want to say where we met, but we we met at Hawaii. No, no, no. We this is here in Portland. This is after I moved back. Oh, okay. I don't want to say the context of the of the environment we met because it might give too much away. Uh But we're at this event. I think I know who that is. I actually don't think you do. Really? No. Okay. We're walking away. We're having this great conversation, and I'm a blind guy, so I hit a tree. And I just instinctively say, motherfucker. And I think that turned her off. That probably would turn me off if uh, that was the first thing out of your mouth. That was the first thing out of my mouth, babes. Uh-huh. I don't think that that helped. Did she, not look, did she not look at you any, again? It's not that she didn't look at me, but I noticed that the, her interest in the conversation started to wane after that. Mm-hmm. Do you think, babes, that there are women around your age and younger who don't like swearing? Oh, I'm sure there is. Who are not Christians, or at least not um, I don't know about that, because there are some atheists who live good lives, and they don't use that language mm-hmm. uh, that I've never met, because it because the atheists that, and I'm not, um, uh, I'm talking about, like, atheists that I would meet on the street, yeah. right? Maybe, not, not the one, not one that I knew, or anything. Some of them do live good lives, and they live, um... They they may live moral lives, but that doesn't make them Christians either. And some and I don't th- know that I've met an atheist that doesn't swear, or that does swear. No wait, what? I don't think I've ever met an atheist in my life that does, um, that does refrain from swearing. Is what I'm trying to say. I know some atheists who don't swear. Really? No, I don't. See, I don't either. I don't, I don't know why I said that. I don't know either. And I know a lot of agnostics that do. Oh. Well, I'm agnostic. And they don't refrain. So, I mean, uh, I don't know. I, so I can't really say of any atheists I know that, that um, you know, don't talk that way. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we had this conversation about language, babes. Oh, goodness. I'm, I'm sure I'm still going to trigger you. But it's just part of life. Trigger is such a buzzword. It is, but I think in this case it's true. No, it's not. You just let me be reactionary. That's why it is. That's why you say I'm triggered because you let me be that way. Yes, yes. See, yes. you allow it. It's <laughs> not that I'm that you're triggering me. Is that you allow me to go off on you? <laughs> well, not not go off on you, but Ooh. um, uh, go tickle war on you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I believe in self-expression. Oh, well, that's how I'm expressing myself towards you. Well, I don't think, <laughs> I think if anything, you should say, uh, fucking stop it away. But that's just me, babes. Mm. Give me your nose. No. Nose. But I love you. I love nose. your nose. I love your nose. 
I mean, babes. Yes. <laughs> we were talking about white privilege earlier. Oh wow! Well, here we go again. And for f- full disclosure, I do think it's a buzzword that a lot of people like to use. To say, oh, hashtag white privilege or white privilege. The identity politics, the identity politics police likes to do that. I hate. Hate that. The thing about the left that insults me the most as a lefty myself is woke culture. Uh But having said that, there is some truth to white privilege. And I think there's no truth to white privilege. And our argument centered on, I was going with you, but then I pushed back and said, Having said my complaints about when people go into woke politics, if a police officer comes to my door, I would much rather be white than be black. Yeah, and I and I push back significantly. <laughs> so, I think it's better to be a white guy and deal with the police than be a black guy. And but I but I and then I came back and said, well, first off, I don't think that all police officers are out to shoot anyone who's brown or black. Secondly, I think the majority of police officers want to do their job, but they can't do their job because the identity, the identity politics police and, um, uh, you know, if they make the wrong move, they're going to be deemed as racist. And I think the majority just want to take care of their families and take care of themselves and also take care of the citizens that are actually law abiding citizens. Now, having said that, I do think that there are police officers that should never have been on the force. But I, I honestly think the majority just want to do their job and they don't want to be pestered. Do you think that it's a failure of our system that we have so many big Wall Street executives who have screwed over this country who are out on the streets walking and yet a black guy who smokes a joint can go to prison? I I don't know enough about that. Okay. I can't really say whether Wall Street people are taking everybody's money or whatever. Um, I, I, I can't say that. I, I can't say. I can't really answer that. That's fair, babes. So I'm not going to even try. Oh, my goodness. Don't even try. Uh, <laughs> don't even try. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Very good. Oh, shock. Oh, socks. You have socks. I have them all. I don't have socks on. Well, good, babes. Ooh, feet. Feet. I love you, feet. Feet. I don't know why you do that all the time. What? Every time I said, I, every time I touch your feet or your nose, you're like, I love you, nose. I love you, feet. <laughs> I love you, eel. That's just me, babes. <laughs> J-Lo. Yes. Last weekend, mm-hmm. you and I watched the movie Sabrina. Sabrina. <laughs> Not Sabrina. <laughs> Okay, go on. <laughs> so this week, a buddy of mine is texting me, and he knows that we watch a lot of movies. And mm-hmm. he says, have you guys watched this movie, Charade? And I said, of course. Oh, yes, we have. But my problem is I predicted the twist in the movie pretty early on in it. But overall, it was good. And I said, hey, if you want to see some really good movies with the stars of Charade, check out His Girl Friday with Cary Grant. Yeah. Sabrina with Sabrina. Aud- Audrey Hepburn. That's Sabrina. And a face in the crowd with Walter <laughs> Matthau. Yes. He watched Sabrina on Wednesday. <laughs> Sabrina. And <laughs> so 
I do a book discussion group on Clubhouse. We were supposed to talk about the book. Yeah. But I didn't read anything from it this week. Oh, you didn't? Okay. And so my friend casually mentions that he saw Sabrina. Sabrina. <laughs> this, is a, this is a BoJack Horseman conversation here. Yeah. Sabrina. And so we talk, start talking about the movie for 20 minutes. My uh-huh. other buddy who's up on stage uh-huh. has never seen the movie Oh, really? Read read most of the book and wanted to discuss the book, but we're talking about the family and the character development. In the, in the movie. Yeah, and uh-huh. at one point I say, hey, bro, um, what do you think of this? Are you okay that we just completely <laughs> hijacked the conversation? <laughs> what, did he, what was his answer? He's like, oh, Rick, I am just listening <laughs> to the two of you talking. <laughs> yeah, hearing about this movie. By the way. <laughs> Spoiler alert, the friend who didn't watch Sabrina is my buddy from India. It's Sabrina. And he knows I do an impression of him and he does an impression of me. I so. think it's pretty funny that you're, I think your impression is pretty funny. You should hear his impression of me. Really? <laughs> you know what my impression is? What? <sighs> all right. <laughs> all right, babes. All right. Oh, I got to tell you what happened. <laughs> do I do I do the, oh, I got to tell you what happened? Yes, it's like, oh, I got to tell you what happened. When was the last time I did that? Every time you get frustrated with something or everything, every time you're like, oh. I do not do that. Did I tell you what happened to me the other the other night? Tell me. Um, uh, the, the alarm went off. Did I tell you that? I was here when it went off. No, 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 no. This was when you weren't here. Oh, okay. This was like, this was like a couple of days ago. Mm. On I think it was on Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Anyway, it was like I don't know, like close to seven thirty. I think it was. The alarm goes off. Um, the good thing is that I was in my regular clothes, and I had to, I had to um, put a jacket on, my shoes on, and everything. And um, I get out into the front uh, of the building and these women were just really upset because this has happened more than once in my building and um they're trying to figure out who's been pulling the alarm at all hours and then one of the ladies were saying was saying that oh yeah yeah um I was in the middle of this and and I'm like this is really annoying um and 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 I noticed that there were uh or at least I heard that um, when the alarm went off, people were starting to go up into the uh, upstairs. Yeah. And this one lady commented, well, I think it would be stupid of someone to go upstairs until, um, you know, until you didn't wait until the firemen or fire um, fighters would go in there and make sure everything's okay. But uh, or, or that we were um, make sure that we knew that it was okay to go in. Um, so ugh, it was so annoying. I remember uh, a month ago, somewhere around that, mm-hmm. we were doing our thing and about to get ready for bed, doing our thing, and then the alarm went off, so we had to quickly scramble and get outside of your apartment. We had, we went to the we went to the back entrance, and I was cold that night. I was very cold. You let me borrow your sweatshirt, mm-hmm. and I thank you for that. No worries, but babes. I was like, oh. I can't believe, and I was, and I was already getting, you know, I was, I was ready to go to bed already, and then I, I was, it was freezing. I, I mean, I was cold. Um, this had to have been towards the end of uh, 
September. September. So, something like that. Yeah, but it was it was like, oh, this is really annoying. Mm-hmm. Why? 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 I don't know, babes. Did you ever have to go outside when it was early in the morning? Oh, I remember one time. No, but there was about five years ago in my building, the alarm went off at 3.30 in the morning. So I'm struggling, I'm getting ready, and I'm going downstairs. And as soon as I get mm-hmm. to where I'm about to exit the building, the alarm goes uh, stops. Oh, wow. So it was very close. Now, I will tell you this. Mm-hmm. Over the summer, we were having those super hot days. Yes. And one of them, I think it was supposed to be like 107 that day, the alarm went off in my building. Oh, my god! And that was super annoying. Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes. Well, that's, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. It is vapes. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen. I know that there, uh, some of the residents were going to um, have a talk with the manager and, and see what could be done because um, I don't know how many times the fire um, people have been called to our building. Um, but I will say this. The one positive thing about it, it's, it's training me unless something actually really happens something really bad is gonna happen i mean we have climate change okay i'm not talking about that i'm talking about stuff in my building okay but eventually climate change. oh my goodness okay enough enough of the ranting (laughs) enough babe enough tickle war (laughs) oh tickle war (laughs) tickle toy (laughs) i love you babes Mm. What? You. What did I do? You. Oh my goodness. Your order this morning, Bubs. I like that I get to turn friends on to movies. Mm-hmm. I like doing it in general with people. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering from your perspective, uh-huh. have you ever recommended a film that we've watched together to somebody and then have them respond to you after they saw it. Uh, wow, that is a really good question. I don't remember. Hmm. I don't think I have yet. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I have yet. Yeah, because we not only watched Sabrina or Sabrina. my friend did, but the three of us last night—me, him, and my other buddy—then mm-hmm. watched all the President's Men again. Okay. Yeah. They haven't they and they haven't watched it prior to yesterday. No. Okay. So it was fun, babes. Cool. Yes, yes, yes. We got we got some cool movies lined up for this evening, don't we? I am super excited. We're gonna watch Cool Hand Cool Hand Luke. I can't speak today, just like usual. <laughs> That's okay. Yes, and the days of wine and roses. And you watched Cool Hand Luke before, right? We saw it in film appreciation class back in high school, but I haven't seen <laughs> it since then. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, well. There's a scene where he eats, like, 50 eggs, I think. Are you serious? Yeah, so I might have to vomit. <laughs> or we'll just fast-forward through it. Okay. Well, you don't have to look at it. I can um, I can listen to it while you cover your eyes. <laughs> just like Alana doesn't like swearing, I don't like eggs. Eggs are a lot better than that. But you haven't had good eggs. No. You haven't had good eggs, and my family knows how to make some really good eggs. And that's why I'm never meeting them. And omelets. Hey. No, I'm joking, babes. Mm. I'm super excited about the Days in Wine and Roses. I've never seen it, but I've heard really good things about it. 
And uh, the only thing I know about, well, so The Days of Wine and Roses is also a song. and um, I think it comes from the movie. Yes, and I sang it in choir. And I thought, oh, that's some nice harmonies. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and you said it was it was supposed to be a pretty heavy movie, too. Yes. Oh. Oh. Yes. Remember that one movie that we saw with um, Judy Garland? Star is Born. A Star is Born. That's really good. That was really good. And it does, um, you know, mention um, alcoholism and that her husband was given, you know, she, she, um, he had to be um, taken to, tr- to a court and she was allowed to take him back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wow. It was, a, it was, it was a heavier movie than I thought. But but she was really good in that one. Yeah, she gave a great performance. She did. Yeah. I forgot who played her husband. I've seen that guy in other stuff. I don't remember his name either, but they were both good. Yeah, it? yeah. We've talked we've talked about that movie before, but it just reminded me of A Star is Born. Mm-hmm. Uh in, in the because it it talks about alcoholism. I think in the days of wine and roses they're both alcoholics. Oh boy. But I could be wrong with that. Wow. So it'll be fun to see Jack Lemon. Get plastered. Right. Yes. See uh, Oscar Madison get wasted. <laughs> da, 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 da. Blah, throwing up because he drank. <laughs> <laughs> so was Jack Lemon, Jack Lemon, and Tony Randall in that? Um... No. Oh. In the movie, it was Jack Lemon and Walter Mathile. And then when they did the TV show, it was Jack Klugman and Tony Randall. Oh, Jack But Klugman. Jack Klugman played, um, he played uh, 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 Oscar Madison. The the um, the messy person. Yeah. And Felix Unger was uh, Tony Randall. Exactly. Okay. And in the movie, Jack Lemon played, um, he played uh, Felix. Ah, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Wow. The, the show's better than the movie, in my opinion. That's what I hear. What do I know, babes? When did that movie come out? 68. Right before the show? About two years before, yeah. Ah, okay. Yes. But it sounds like they made a um, a very funny show out of that movie. Oh, I love the TV show. The movie's not bad. It's just yeah. not on the same level as the show. Is it still on Netflix? What? The Odd Couple? Uh, you mean the movie or the TV show? The TV show. No, I don't know if it was ever on there. But I have copies of the show. Oh, really? Yeah. I do like the theme song. I love the theme song. And we, back when we would go to concerts before The Walking Dead, <laughs> yeah. we saw somebody do the theme song, and I was like, yes, this is cool. And Which he didn't really was that? Get it. it was at PSU. We go there for like one of the afternoon concerts, and somebody's like, okay, does anybody know The Odd Couple? And like, who was it? Was it uh, Felix Unger and Oscar Madison? And oh, everybody's like excited. Like I me. think I remember that. And then the dude goes into The Odd Couple theme. I think I remember that because I think it was like a a, a band or something. Yeah, or, yeah. I think I I think I vaguely remember that um that theme. It was oh yeah, I do, I do. Yeah. It was a, I think it was a jazz band. That was cool. Oh, I miss live bum, concerts. Bum, 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 babes. I really hope it. I really hope that it's, it's back in full swing by uh the end of uh the beginning of next year. We got to get COVID under control. Oh, by the way. Oh. Did you hear about uh, the controversy? Do you know Sanjay Gupta? Sanjay Gupta, yes. Yeah. He seems like an interesting guy. Yeah. Did you hear his interview on Joe Rogan? No, I haven't. It was really compelling because Joe pushed back against some things and then 
Sanjay pushed back against Joe a little bit, but you could tell it was more in his corner. And Sanjay admitted that CNN lied when they said that Joe Rogan took a horse dewormer because oh, yeah. he's taking a different form of ivermectin. Yeah. Um, it, it was, it was a compelling interview. Yeah. It, wow. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about Sanjay Gupta, but I know that he's like the um, medical contributor, I think. One of the things I really like about him, and I don't know much about him either, but yeah. he was making a special for CNN uh-huh. maybe 10 years ago about marijuana. Mm-hmm. And he set out to make a special about why marijuana is bad for you. Mm-hmm. But when he was doing the research and making the special, he realized that the medical evidence indicates that marijuana could be beneficial to somebody. So he switched the tone of the special, which I thought was a ballsy move. Okay. Yes. That's interesting. Yes. But again, I don't I don't listen to Sanjay Gupta, so I don't know. Oh well, check out the Joe Rogan episode, babes. Mm. <laughs> of course they were talking about it on TYT. Of course. I love TYT, but sometimes it feels when I'm watching it, it's like, oh, I get to hear Joe Rogan news again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just. Oh, by the way, did you hear the latest Kirsten Cinema thing, babes? No, I don't care. Okay, I don't care. I, I, I'm just out of that loop now. Unless it actually is something that I would be passionate about, I really don't care. Oh, about cinemization. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what cinemization is. But it's just I'll... my word of saying that this is is this is this sounds like it's being sensationalized. Oh, what does Christian Christian cinema do? Oh, yeah, they're uh, they're uh, um, trying to get answers from her on a on a uh, across the street or whatever. Well, I, I really don't care. Oh, this. I really, I really. Okay, so I'll make this right. fast. I then, really don't care. Since you don't care, but I have to indulge myself because <laughs> I'm Rick. I don't know if you know this, and I didn't know this. Kirsten Cinema is apparently really into marathons and running in them. Okay. So there's going to be some big marathon in Boston. Uh-huh. And apparently a lot of groups have come up and said that they've figured out how to form, how to put different people around the marathon and they're going to harass her. See, like a, like a flash mob. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And and when she walks by them, they're going to like yell out stuff to her and questions and whatnot. At what point, bub, are you like (laughs) listening to this and you're like, you know, I really need to spend my time doing something else. Well, I mean, again, it made me think I I I am going to be making that popcorn. I I just don't care. I mean, the bathroom thing was enough. I don't care about the other stuff. Really? Okay, babes. Okay. I just, I thought it was kind of funny. Mm, I don't. Oh, well, good. Mm. I'm glad you don't. Okay. Are you flossing? No, I'm not. Okay. It's just something on my lip. Nice. I'm okay. Good. Babes. Mm Mm-hmm. I am so excited to show you the next episode of The Boys. I'm sure you are. How are you feeling about it? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I I know that um, uh, there are characters already that I don't like and will probably not like by the end of the season <laughs> still. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I'm interested to find out about certain characters like, like Queen Maeve and what she's all about because we've talked about how um, the whole thing with the crash, right? Mm-hmm. I personally think that Queen Maeve has more of a heart than um, Homelander. And I think uh, 
I honestly think that Homelander is in it for himself and for Vought. And, uh, you know, at least Queen Maeve tried to make an, an attempt to save some of the people. My feeling is, I know that they got to the plane and it was kind of late. They didn't have a lot of time to think about this. So I'm, I'm, I have the perspective of hindsight is always twenty twenty, And let's be honest, it's a TV show. Mm-hmm. But when the plane's falling to myself, I thought, well, Homelander saying that he doesn't have anything to lift the plane up from. So it's not like it's on the ground and, and he could just lift it to safety. Mm-hmm. But Maeve is super strong and can fly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why they didn't have Maeve fly under the plane and then have Homelander stand on top of her and hold the plane up and land it. Right. Now, some people have speculated online that Homelander purposely let the plane crash because mm-hmm. he knew that he could give a speech that would make Vought look like a good alternative to the military. Okay. Huh. Interesting. What do you he, think? That, that, could be, that could be true, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I I definitely think he has ulterior motives because he did he did talk about the military and and it seemed like he wanted to get um notoriety notoriety by saying well if we were put in the military we we would make sure that this wouldn't happen because remember there was a big bill in Congress on whether or not the seven should be involved in it yes. Actually, I think it was all of Bond's superheroes, not just the seven. Right. I think I think I remember that, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Very good, Jay. Well, very good there. Very good there. Yeah. I'm I thank you again for not um for uh not uh letting me watch the other one. Well, I want you to enjoy the show. And as much... Listen, and I'm a good Christian. No, you're not. And you, just mu- said, you just said you weren't. But part of this is being a character. Oh, so my goodness. Obviously, I study my Bible every morning. No, you don't. The only thing I love as much as my... I studied it this morning. I did, too. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. What did you read? I read, um, you know, that one book. Oh, uh, see, see, you can't even... Iglesians. What? I, re- I read the Glacians. <laughs> What's that a book? What's that one that sounds like Glacier? Glacians. Glacians. <laughs> I read a gl- Glacians this morning. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. That's See. funny. <laughs> Thank you. I do okay. what I can. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I, I read Glacians this morning. And I'm not going to lie. It was I. It was I. (laughs) So, but even me as like a devout Christian, I was able to enjoy the episode, but I know that some of my brothers and sisters in Christ take issue with it. Loves? What? Like how you try to spin it to sound like that's what you did. (laughs) But really... (laughs) I'm gonna get you after this, Bubs. Oh my goodness! We're gonna get you. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I hope I never become a Christian, babes. 
I don't understand why it might be good for you, but in the long run, well, in the long run, for sure, it'll be good for you. Well, we'll see about that. Uh The fact that you're so resistant to it, I honestly think that um, God could use you for mightier things. Oh. You know, he has used the most unlikely people. You never know. Maybe, babes. The reason. You never know. I'm in your life. We're not talking about why you're in my life. <laughs> I'm saying you could be used for mightier things. And I'm telling you, babes, maybe, great the, things. maybe the mightiest thing is to show you that there's a better religion for you. Ah! <laughs> yes, I love how you like to spin the narrative. Oh my okay. Goodness. Oh, squeeze so, in my ear. That's right. There's something I really, really, really want to talk about, Uh-oh. but it involves other people. Oh, you do? And it's kind of intense, so I, be, I don't know if I should. Do you want to talk about parts of it? Ooh. Here's what I'll say. Okay. I think it's a longer discussion. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm allowed to go into it. Maybe we talk about it uh some point today. And Let's talk about it in private, and yeah. then we can decide if you want to discuss it in the next episode. Here's a, I think it would be super interesting. Okay. And it might also piss some people off. Are you, are you trying to get my opinion on it? I'm not trying to get you. You already know what the situation is. Oh, I do? Yeah. Okay. But we'll talk more about that later. J-Wo. Well, and then, I guess, let me ask you a question. How many people do you know that actually uh, listen to... Or show um, religiously, so to speak. I don't know anybody who listens to every single episode from beginning to end. Yeah. But I've had a fair amount of people, and some of them surprised me, who said, oh, I checked out the podcast like, last week. Oh, I, you know, I don't listen to every episode, but occasionally I'll tune into your show. Or, uh-huh. It does happen. And have they, um, <clears throat> have they learned anything? Have they commented on anything? I know some people have, but... Have have they um, taken away some interesting things? Yeah, like, you know there's a friend of mine who loves it when we argue. <laughs> Apparently a lot, yes. Especially I'd, when I, I especially when I, I get spicy and whatever. Another friend of mine really likes it when I ask you questions about Trump or about uh, preachers. Like, he says that's, that's something he really enjoys about the show. Uh-huh. Some people enjoy it when we laugh. Oh, good. Uh, some people like hearing my perspective on things. Uh-huh. So it's a mixed bag. Oh, good. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, good. Yes, there. Yes, there. Okay. So as much as I want to talk about this thing. I, I think we should uh, discuss table it, it privately. Yeah. And and see what happens. Very good there, Jewel. What do you want to discuss? Um. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that... Um, I'm uh, in the midst of. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, there's a, it's a, there's a there's a um a tickle in my throat. I'm in the midst of Ready Player One. It is getting really interesting. I thought you'd like it once you got and into it. And I think it's really cool when so uh, the main character is Wade Three, mm-hmm. as you know, because yeah. you read the book, and you've mentioned that here before. I have. Um, but I'm just reiterating it. Um, and I like it when he plays a game, like, for example, he, um, there was one scene where he's playing a game called Zork. <clears throat> and he ends up going into the game in his, in his virtual reality of the Oasis. And 
it's like I can imagine him in the kitchen and there's all this food in the fridge and this junk food. And then he got the old uh, boxes of 80 cereal. And then you look all the way in the back and there's a the, the Captain Crunch cereal. And I thought that was a, I thought that was very, very clever. And he looks for the, the this plastic toy whistle after he dumps the contents out. And I thought that was great. A great scene. I love the way Ernest Klein plays with pop culture in the Ready Player One books. Yeah. I think it's great. Mm -hmm. I think it's great. And and he puts it in there so cleverly. You know who I heard was not a fan of his? Who? Stephen King apparently hates his books. Really? The Ready Player One stuff and Armada. Oh, wow. Yeah. Why? why? I don't know why. Uh, But I think he said publicly that he didn't like Ernest Klein's work. Wow. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Which is unfortunate because Stephen King has done some great books. Mm -hmm. And he's also done some books that are complete shit. In my opinion. Uh, which one did you not like? Um, I try, I've read so many of them. I liked Bag of Bones for the first two thirds. Uh-huh. And then the last third of the book got really out there. Okay. Um, I want to give you... I don't really like his novellas that much. Oh, really? He did one about this guy who's watching football, and then yeah. he gets into it. Uh-huh. Then he did another novella about these kids and their life. And novella is like a short story, right? It's Yeah, it's usually like 70 to 100 pages. Okay. I don't like it when he does novellas. Oh, well. Under the Dome was good. Yeah. There were some great parts of Under the Dome. But the ending was way too simplistic. Yeah. The stand, I, I'm, I'm gonna get some hate for this. I thought the stand was a little bit too long. Okay. They could have wrapped it up quicker. So it was like a long and drawn out story then. The version I read, because he's he's put out a couple over the years, I think was eleven hundred pages. Wow, mm-hmm. that's a lot. Yeah, I don't mind a long book as long as it's good, and okay. and the stand has a lot of great stuff. In and it. as long as it's going somewhere, right? And the stand, I would recommend it to people. I, I would recommend it to you, but with the caveat that he could have probably edited it off like 50 pages and it would have yeah, been a bit, better that's, book. That's what I don't like about authors in general, where they like to wrap it up so quickly, but they don't, there's no explanation and it's just it's too simple of an ending. I didn't feel that that was a problem with the stand. Okay. Um, I felt that that was an issue with Under the Dome. That's what I meant. Yeah. In In general, like I don't like it how some... Um, authors like to wrap up, like, especially if they're wrapping up a series. Mm-hmm. I don't like it when they try to, like, close everything off, but they don't do it in a way to where there's details missing. They'll no. do it in a way to where there's details missing that is important to um to know about, I think. Now, I'm going to get some hate for this one. Okay. Everybody loves his Gunslinger series. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know anyone. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Know, I don't know anyone who's read the series. Okay. Do you? I know a few people. Okay. This is Rick's opinion. Now, supposedly, every Stephen King book takes place in the same universe. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking about the specific Gunslinger books, I've only read the first one, and it's not that I hated it, but I was a little underimpressed by it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Oh, I got to tell you another book thing. Okay. Let's, let's stop bashing on Stephen King. Now, I should also say that he's written some great stuff. Eleven twenty two sixty three was great. Yeah, I remember you told me that, yes. I loved Night Shift, most of it, mm-hmm. which is a collection of his short stories. It has Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. Right, right, right. Uh-huh. Apt Pupil, which I think is the best short story. Yes. Stand By Me. And then the fourth story was just a little bit weird. Oh, Stand By Me. Was that like the about the one movie that we saw? Yeah, that's Stand By Me. They based okay. the movie off of that ah, story. Ah, I, I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I thought. Such a good movie. But anyways, I was talking to somebody on the phone the other day. And you know how I don't like to start reading a series unless I know that it's finished. Mm-hmm. And we got on the topic of Game of Thrones. I said, I heard that the books are great, but I can't start a series unless I know it's about to end. His response was, I see why you feel that way, but you will be doing yourself a huge favor if you read Game of Thrones. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe I will at some point. Right. Wow. I also keep hearing really good things about the King Killer Chronicles, which again I want to read. But the third book in the series mm-hmm. was supposed to come out ten years ago. Oh wow! And the author now says that instead of wrapping it up in three books, he's going to make it a six book series. Oh wow! So it's like, dude, King. It's called the King Killer Chronicles. Yeah, by Patrick Rossberg, I want to say, or Rossfield, something like that. Oh wow. It's like, you can't even finish this third book, but I now know. you're going to turn it into a six-book series. Yeah. I understand. I, I like it when things come to an end when they come to an end. Speaking of coming to an end, babe, is there anything else you want to talk about? Any dreams? Um, I had a dream. I think it was more of a nightmare, but I, I remember bits and pieces of it. I think... um. I was trying to get out of this building, and I was being attacked with tickles. And uh, <laughs> hey, it's trying to make your dreams come true. They no, and I, uh, yeah, I, uh, that I, I think I ended up leaving the building with nothing on but underwear. Ooh, no, that's not good, but I think I, I think it was my dream, but it was weird, and I, I, I woke up and I with a start because it was a nightmare. I didn't want to be attacked that, like that. Nice. What about you? I don't remember any of my dreams from this week. I had another dream the other night. I think it might have been a couple nights ago where I had, I came down with a cold and in my dream, I was worried like, how long is this cold going to last? And do I have to report to the doctor? Oh, (laughs) that's all. And then I woke up. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, all right, babes. I think we should end this. I'm going to check my email. Yeah. Then maybe make out and then watch an episode of the boys. Oh. What do you think? Okay. All right, so actually, let's get a preview. So this is going to be my first kiss. Oh, my goodness. It's not your first kiss. Mm. Mm. Ah, Stop it. All right. All right, bye for now. Bye-bye.